What's going on, everybody? This is the Sheep Key Sheer Podcast. We're talking about people, popular culture, and politics. I am your host, Austin Creed. Welcome back to the show. So, I want to give a disclaimer before we go any further. So, normally, I'd have my whole soundboard, and we'd be really <laughs> having a good time on the show. Unfortunately, I moved back from college yesterday... And my computer decided it wanted to give me some problems. Either that or the New World Order found me and uh, they tracked me down. One of the two. I haven't figured out which one yet. But nonetheless, I'm going to get it looked at and we should be back up and running per usual tomorrow. In fact, I have a big announcement that I want to announce tomorrow for those of you who listen to the show religiously. I look forward to sharing that with you tomorrow. But that's tomorrow. Today, we're talking about nutrition and mental health. Now, this is something very, very close to my personal story because when, what was it now? It was about a year and a half ago, I was in a mental hospital for mental health because I was on suicide watch when I was in the military because I, I got really low. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I've been there. So for those of you who feel depressed, anxious, suicidal, hey, I've been there. And y'all are not alone. Which is why I wish people had given me this knowledge that I'm sharing with you today. So we're going to talk about mental health and nutrition. We're going to tie it into how you can really improve your situation and so we're going to hop right in. I, I don't have the intro, so I apologize, but we're going to hop right in and we're going to hop into the Harvard published medical school journals. So here's the first thing we're going to talk about today. For those of you who know anything about nutrition, you know that nutrition is equivalent to fuel that you put in your car. So for those of you who know anything about cars, let's, uh, let's huddle up real quick, huddle up, huddle up. So, you know, when you go to the gas station, unless if you have an electric car, you might not be able to fully relate to this. But for those of us who are uh, conservatives and we don't drive a uh, electric car, let me ask you something. You know, when you go to the gas station and you see the 87, the 89, the 91 fuel. Yeah, picture that. But that's your body like that. That fuel is your food. Okay, my friends, if you if you want to be a Ferrari, if you want to be a Lamborghini, you want to be a Bentley, you want to be an Aston Martin, you can't be putting any seven fuel in your body. And yet that's what a lot of you are doing out here and you're expecting great results. You're eating like crap and you expect your body to be out here producing amazing results Meanwhile, you're growing out horizontal because you ain't been growing out for, you're not growing out in this vertical. You got acne if you're younger. It's out of control. So we're in the Harvard Journal. I'll read it to you. It says, look at that. (laughs) I haven't even read this yet. It says, like an expensive car, like we just said, your brain functions best when it gets premium fuel. There it is. 
Eating high-quality foods that contain lots of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, etc. will nourish the brain and protect it from the waste or the free radicals that are produced when your body uses oxygen on damaged cells. Well, look at that. Unfortunately, just like an expensive car, your brain can be damaged if you ingest anything other than premium fuel. Like I just pointed out, the 87, 89, 91, and even 93 for those of you who have really nice cars and you know what I'm talking about, the above 91 fuel out there. If substances from the low premium, the 87 fuel, such as what you might find that's processed, refined, get into the brain, it has the ability, Your it says, uh, it says your diet that is high in refined sugars, for example, they are harmful to the brain. In addition, they worsen your body's regulation of insulin. They promote inflammation and, oxi- and oxidative stress. So in plain English, what they're talking about is you are you are what you eat. Just like your mother told you, you are what you eat. If you're eating a lot of fried chicken, if you're eating a lot of pizza, if you're eating a lot of, if you're drinking a lot of soda, drinking a lot of alcohol, drink, doing a lot of stuff that's horrible for your body, don't be shocked when your body starts looking like crap. In plain English. Versus if you spend that extra couple bucks at the supermarket and you get the organic food. You really go for the fruits and the vegetables. You go for the good quality, low cut of fat meat. You re- and you go for the fish. And you really put yourself in a position where, hey, you know what? I'm not going to eat out today. No, no, no. I'm not going to eat out. Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to really plan out my meals. I'm going to double down. And I'm going to really take my nutrition seriously. Your body is going to show that investment. You're not just going to be out here. You can't be out here eating amazing and then looking like crap. It doesn't work that way. This is you can't come out here looking drop dead gorgeous and amazing if you're bo- if you're eating garbage. Now, let's get back to the article. It says multiple studies have found a correlation between a, a diet high in refined sugars and impaired brain function. Pay attention. And if and even a worsening of symptoms of mood disorders such as depression. So in other words, not only does it affect you physically, but it can hit you emotionally as well with depression. Let me ask you something. Have you ever had a period in your life where maybe you were in college and you didn't have access to home cooked meals anymore? Maybe you're just working all the time and you're always eating at the office and they don't, <laughs> they don't have a lot of healthy options out there. Let me ask you something. You ever feel a little, you know, eh, subpar, not so good versus when you're on vacation maybe and you're eating more tropical fruits or you're drinking more smoothies and whatnot, you probably feel pretty good, huh? Yeah, that's not an accident. But you see, most people wouldn't draw that correlation, but you, my friends, are not most people. You see what's going on. You're willing to learn about what's going on. And you're willing to up. You Look, medication is great. It does a lot of good for a lot of people. I'm here to tell you though, it is not your only option. Not even close. In fact, 
I would argue it should be, in my opinion, the last resort. Because people have lived for thousands of not millions of years and they didn't have this kind of medication and they got by just fine. So there's got to be some kind of trick out there besides medication and big pharma. Anyways, let's get back to it. It says, okay, now we're going to talk about mental health and how it ties in. Y'all ready for this? Now, it says studies have compared traditional diets like the Mediterranean diet and the traditional Japanese diet to a typical, quote, Western diet. And I've shown that the risk of depression is 25 to 35% lower in those who eat a traditional diet. Look at that. So for those of you who are always going to Mickey D's or Taco Bell or Arby's, I don't know what you're thinking if you go to Arby's, but let's just say you're always eating out a lot, right? You're eating a lot of pizza, burgers, fries, all that stuff. A lot. Not just occasionally, but a lot. Your risk of depression, oh, it just went up. It went up by 25 to 35%. It's a lot. My friends, that's like a quarter minimum. And now think about it. For those of you who are maybe on a fixed income or maybe you're on a lower income, you don't have the money, think about it like this. You think you're saving money. You think that by buying, oh, I'm going to buy things on the cheap. I'm going to buy things on the low. I'm going to save money. No, you're not. Because guess what? You're paying on the back end in medication and doctor's visits. You're, you're paying more. So in other words, instead of buying, a, you buy $5 worth of food at McDonald's off the dollar menu and you think you're saving yourself money, but you're not because then you're going to pay an extra $100, $200, $300 the doctor's office later on instead of paying that $300 to get really good food at Trader Joe's or wherever. You decide to skimp on yourself now and you have to pay the piper later. You, my friends. You either pay up front or you pay on the back end. That is life. And anybody who wants to tell you otherwise, they are lying to you. That's why there's no such thing as free. Everything has a fee. Now let's get back to the let's get back to the article here. It says you need to start paying attention to how you eat. And not just in the moment and not just the next day. It says trying to eat quote clean. For two weeks, three weeks, no, 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 no. That's not going to cut it. Look, I'll tell you a little personal story. I remember back in the day when I was in middle school, going into high school, I loved Sour Patch Kids. They were my tree of choice. Couldn't get enough of them. They were fantastic. Now, I had a problem with them. I, I was eating them. I was eating them up. Like crazy. So I challenged myself. You know what? I'm going to go a month and I'm, uh, I'm not going to eat that. Now you may say, oh, what the hell is the point of that? Well, just stick with me. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. After I did that, I didn't want to eat them anymore. I wasn't interested in them anymore. You want to know why? Because when you once you get the sugar out of your system that you consume every day, whether it's your coffee at Starbucks or maybe it's the chips that you have, maybe it's 
that bar you have while you're sitting in the cubicle or at your desk. Or maybe it's that cookie you have night before you go to sleep, even though you know you're not supposed to have it, but you have it anyways. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you're doing it. I'm not saying this to make you feel guilty. I want you to win. Because think about it. If you're overweight right now, which according to statistics, most people are. Especially in America, especially in the West. Let me ask you something. How many older people do you see? You know, 60s, 70s, 80s, beyond. How many of them are overweight? How many of them are severely overweight? Not a lot, right? Yeah. See, that's my point. I don't want you to be one of those people. I want you to have a long, healthy, and amazing life. And you can't do that if you're being a hedonist and you're chasing the good feelings of the comfort food. It doesn't work, my friends. I I wish I could tell you, hey, eat whatever you want and you'll be happy. It's wrong. I wish I had my soundboard. I'd I'd play the Trump clip of him saying wrong. It's not true. You need to sacrifice. Look, if you're a younger person right now listening to this show, I want you to know something. If you are younger and you think, oh, I'm immortal, I'm going to live forever, I don't have anything to worry about, Austin's just spewing crud, let me tell you something, you won't live forever, nobody does. You need to invest now, go for things that have a high rate of return, and you need to be focused on the future, you need to have delayed gratification, the adults in the room are listening to me they know what i'm talking about because they'll look back and they'll say oh rats i should have done this i should have done that man i wish i'd started earlier everybody says that by the way i don't want you to be saying that you need to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself now your doctor gonna be taking care of you later on when you get older When you start looking older, you're going to want to turn back those pesky hands of time. And you won't be able to do it as effectively as you wish you could. So you may be asking me, Austin, what's the cure? If I'm so smart, what's the cure? Well, I just gave you a perfectly good reason, a perfectly good solution. Mediterranean diet. How most highly praised diet that you can come across. Now, there are more extreme ones, you know, there's vegan, uh, carnivore, paleo, stuff like that, but I'd steer clear of those for multiple reasons. Number one, you don't, you are not going to have a sustainable transition. You can't just go from eating a bunch of McDonald's and Taco Bell and pizza and, and sushi and everything else to all of a sudden... Oh, I'm cooking all my meals and I'm only eating chicken, broccoli, and rice. Or I'm only eating, you know, I'm not eating any animal products. Or, oh, I'm not eating anything besides meat or anything like that. It's not sustainable for the majority of people out there. It's not going to work. And when you start to fail, even a little bit, you're, you're going to feel depressed, you're going to feel anxious, and your mental health is going to take a dive. And you're defeated the whole purpose of wanting to start this new change in the first place. 
And I I don't want that to be you. Because a diet, like really good healthy diet with fruits, vegetables, animal protein, is and pair that with exercise. Oh, you golden! Oh, you doing fantastic! Your mental and if if you do all those things for a decent period of time, and you still feel depressed, then I would say go to counseling. Then I would say go get medication. But don't jump to find a pill if you can't even try to change your diet or you're not willing to invest in yourself first. Don't do it. Because then you're just treating the symptoms and not the problem. Don't do that. Because you're not going to get the actual changes that you want. You're going to get the results you want. But it's all artificial. And you can't have an artificial life and succeed out here. I say this because I care. You, yes, you listening to the show right now. I care about what you do with your life. We may never meet, but I want you to win. And I want you to know that you're not alone out here with the mental health problems. I've been there. There are other people listening to the show who have been there. The difference is you need to be able to invest in yourself and say enough is enough. I'm not going to sit here and feel sorry for myself. I'm going to make small changes that are sustainable that I can continue to do for the rest of my life. As otherwise, the wolves will take every opportunity, whether the wolves be the drug companies, uh, the, the physicians, whether it be people around you who know that they can take advantage of you they will shear you they will take every advantage that they have now i take no joy in telling you that truthfully i don't unfortunately it's reality and that is why i refuse to not address it i'm willing to play the bad guy if if me playing the bad guy means i gotta tell you that then i'll do that Because I want you to win and I want you to know that people are out here caring about you and what you do with your life and that you succeed. Nutrition is extremely important. Taking a multivitamin to make sure that all your deficiencies are eradicated. It's important stuff. People don't realize that what happens on the inside shows on the outside. I guarantee you right now. If you look up deficiencies in vitamin B, A, C, D, E. Any alphabet you name it. Iron, zinc, magnesium, calcium. You're probably deficient in something. Especially if your diet is the average western diet. Pairing with it. A lack of a what of a multivitamin? Oh, it's a wrap. It's a game over. Omega threes? Forget about it. Forget about it. You ain't taking none of those. But you need to. Because I'll tell you something else. There are big problems with having deficiencies long term in these vitamins, my friends. 
And I don't want them to be something you suffer from that that's totally avoidable. Absolutely avoidable. And I'll tell you something, a little, a little secret I've picked up along the way, and this is just my opinion. Vitamin B, fantastic for mental health and for focus. fan flippantastic. Take it. It will do wonders for you. Omega threes. Oh, the, you sailing. Oh, you winning out here. If you doing that, I'll oh, forget about it. Forget about it. You out here doing fantastic. Your life's going to get a lot better. And I know a lot of people preach the chicken, broccoli, and rice, especially if you're a younger guy wanting to bulk on some muscle. Go ahead and try it if that's what you want. The whole thing, my if you take nothing else away from this show today, here's what I want you to do. I want you to look at your diet and say, hmm, is this really working for me or is this working against me? And am I having to offset my diet with whatever I'm doing, whether it's supplementing through medication, supplementing through caffeine, supplementing through uh, therapy, whatever it may be. Can I do something about this with my diet? I guarantee you, you can. I'm not perfect. I'm still working on mine. And I've come a long way. Never be satisfied with where you're at. How many fruits do you have? How many vegetables do you have? Are you having none? Oh, it's a wrap. <laughs> my fr- no, man. That's not acceptable. You are too young and have too much to live for. Your body is too important to be treated to be abusing it like that. That is unacceptable behavior. I want you to go to the grocery store today and fix that. Because that's a, that is unacceptable. Get a multivitamin. Get your nutrition right. Get some fruits. Get some vegetables. Get a salad. I mean, my God. Just get a salad. Start somewhere. I don't want to hear a, I don't want to hear excuses. Because guess what? Excuses, they don't pay you. They don't help you win. They don't help you get to the gym. They don't help you get your diet right. They don't help you succeed in life. They hold you back. Losers make excuses. Winners get to work. And I don't want you to lose. There are enough people out here who will lose that you don't need to be one of them. My friends, if you have any thoughts, comments, concerns, criticisms, critiques about anything I've said today, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at the Sheep Get Sheared Podcast. Um, link, oh, say, don't find me on Twitter at Austin Creed, and attached to my Twitter profile will be the website for the Sheep Get Sheared Podcast. If you want to throw your support and a donate button, I will very much appreciate that. That leads to the Patreon page. Otherwise, my friends, I have a huge, like I said before, I have a, a, I'm extremely excited for this announcement tomorrow. So if everything goes right, I'll be, I'm looking forward to showing it all to you. I'm excited for it. It'll be, it'll be worth the wait. I'm hoping to get video video capabilities starting tomorrow. 
So y'all see my face. If you listen to the show, you have the video option now, as well as the audio option. So if everything goes according to plan, this will be the last pure audio recording that I do for a long time. Anyways, my friends, like I said, thoughts, comments, concerns, criticisms, you name it. Hit me up on Twitter at Aussie Creed. You'll find me over there. Until then, God bless you. God bless your family and God bless America. We're out of here. Peace.